What is up, everybody? Welcome to the final, final episode of the Hookshots podcast, uh, sitting here with my man, EK. Finalizing. Finalizing. You finalizing that yingling okay? Yeah. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers to you. To- <laughs> To over cheers a, to us, cheers to us, man. To over a decade of hook shots. How did that happen, man? Did, I don't know. Did you like, see that happening I, from the early days? I didn't. I no. Like I thought, year, two year, you know, and then it just yeah. I mean, it evolved, dude, into what it was. Thought somebody would come along and go, "You damn kids with your with your rock and roll music." Well, I'm pretty sure we got that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Or get off my property, or get out of here with your camera. Or... There was a few. We broke up, dude. We broke a shitload of rules. I remember. So listen, just so everybody knows, remember you running from the imaginary cops with my fireworks? Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> so look, just before we keep going here, just so everybody is on the same page, um, we prepared nothing. Like I don't have like I usually have like talking points and like notes written out and stuff. I walked pop- in the door literally like two minutes ago. I don't yeah. even have my jacket off yet. <laughs> so um, this is total freeform jazz, but um, there's no better way for it to be to uh, to to wrap this whole thing up. Uh, but to your point, thinking back on the amount of rules that we have broken over the years, I remember uh, in the first couple years of Hookshots way back in the day, we worked with Warren Miller Entertainment. They were part of, of the company that owns Field & Stream. And I shot something like in a Perkins, and they were like, Hey, I mean, did you ask Perkins if you could shoot in there? Because no, I'm like, no, no, no. So like, you know, if you're filming in public, you need to put up a sign that says you're filming. I'm like, I don't do any of that shit, you know. Yeah. Full on gorilla from the beginning. I remember the remember the time we were filming Hardcore Tackle at the mall. We were doing like the 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 mall rats uh, <laughs> the mall rats spoof, of course. And we were like so worried about me being in a trench coat at the mall because like you know how things are nowadays, you know that. Might throw up a flag. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a lot there was a lot of shadiness over the years, a lot of shoot and run type of things. But I mean, that's also you know what made it what made it so fun. So, um, listen, like I'm not a big fan of memes, you know that. But our, our shout out to our friend Iron Bill Veldoff. He posted one the other day, and I was thinking about this, and it was like if if you see someone at my funeral that you hate. And you feel the need to throw hands, do it because that's what I would have wanted. So, like, we've been such an awesome community on Facebook, but like now that that I'm not minding the store, if like if you feel some need to jump on there and finally be like, "Hey, Kevin Hughes, stick that ten pound bonefish right up your ass," (laughs) (laughs) I can't be mad at Kevin. (laughs) I was working the whole time. You were posting your ten pound bone. Do it. Do it. Throw down. But, but that's not going to happen because I can't do that because he actually commented on one of my Facebook things yesterday, <laughs> and it was a memory of that day I put him on that permit that was like the miracle <laughs> permit down in the Keys when me and him were just out fun fishing, and uh, he goes, "I still owe you for that." And uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take you up on that, homie. You better yeah, be careful. Yeah, no, and I'm just I'm just busting on Kevin. I could have said a million names there, but not that I think anybody has beef because that's one of the greatest things about what we've done is essentially create a beefless fishing community do you know dude in five years on social media with hookshots i have kicked exactly three people off the page for being asshats which is amazing unbelievable i remember the first day you talked about 
we're going to have a Facebook page. And I was like, oh, good God. Yeah. Because of all like the pages I was already on with Jersey fishing groups and crap like that, the amount of bashing yeah. and just unreal, right? And, dude, it is absolutely amazing that there was none of that. No. On our page. Like, I, hardly I, any. In, impossible. It'll never happen again, I don't think. I don't know. Like, that, you know, that's pretty tough to do. It, it it may it may we'll, we'll say that it may but um, that always just blew my mind and it was one of the things that I was the most proud of and the people that I kicked off were all people that had signed up that day just to come in and start shit over something that we posted but most of the time you guys did a hell of a job policing yourselves like yeah. if somebody mouthed off I didn't have to say a word well, it was awesome <laughs> it, was un- it was unbelievable how that worked out yeah I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know why I wouldn't be allowed to say this, but like, by all means, if you guys want to start like an ex hookshots fans group, I'll join it. Hell yeah, <laughs> I would join that too. I'm gonna get on there and bash everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, swing around, come back, and just be total assholes. Um, yeah, no, I would join that. I would join that. And um, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not using this time to talk about the future. But you'll find me. I'll be around. I want to talk. To you. Talking with you guys has been the coolest part of all this, and we're going to keep doing that. I promise. But, yeah, making friends, and uh, you know, some have even really become family out of this whole deal. You know, it's it's amazing. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like um, I always say, like from the beginning, right? Our whole little story here. It's not who cares about fish. Who gives a shit about fish? Like none of this was ever about fish, right? I don't really care about fish as much as I care about people. You know, that was sort of the, the whole gist. The way I always looked at hook shots and, uh, I don't know, kind of a mantra that I think I will definitely keep up. Um, I always kind of looked at it like, well, I might have the loudest megaphone, but I'm going to give it to you for for a couple days. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I always wanted hook shots to be like a record label. That was always sort of my dream was to have have it be a place that like sort of aggregated awesome other fishing talent i think we did I'd that say we to kept a, it pretty punk rock to a, dude. To a yeah. degree. you know you know we did that and uh i mean shit you know we i was always as excited to see what you were catching i was way more excited about what you guys were catching than what i was yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool to see all over the country and for the world for that matter what everybody our fans were catching you know it's yeah crazy. and who you guys were fishing with yeah exactly exactly you know it's um hook shots i mean call it like it is we didn't have millions of views we didn't have millions of followers but i always looked at it like um you know we truth we never never once like paid to boost a post or anything like that you know so i always felt like it meant so much more to have everybody listening and watching want to be there you know faithful yeah faithful and just be you know not be bought traffic you'd rather who would you rather give a speech to a room of a million people and like a fraction of them actually give a shit about what you're saying or you know ten thousand people that are like really stoked 100 percent. you know yeah so, 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 well, you know, the, 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 the dynamic in hook shots, um, might not translate exactly in the future, but let, let's just say that don't be surprised if you, if you hear from EK time and time again, uh, down the road with me, but, um, 
you know, so 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 what's so what's on the horizon for EK now? Where where do you go after this? Oh, um, backwards. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, man, I'm just gonna keep doing what EK does. You know, I'm gonna keep uh, plugging along, running fishing charters like I've been doing. You know, before there was hook shots, oh, yeah. and uh, I'm gonna keep going to punk rock shows. Uh, bashing people's heads in and tying my shoes tight and, uh, well, see me in the pit. You know what I mean? I, I ain't changing much other than, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, that's, that's what I'm, that's, that's like, it's kind of like a great metaphor for this whole thing. Like just because one pit closes, another pit opens, you yeah. know what I mean? And, um, no, I'm like half kidding with that question because honestly, man, like I think about it and this is, this is a good thing. But, you know, five, six, seven years ago, we hung out a lot more. Like, there was a lot more like, hey, throw me some gas money. Let's go fish. And, like, now, man, like, your business, uh, you are booked. I, dude. You are miles from where you were when this started, and it's awesome. Oh, just today. I can't. Just today, the amount of text and PMs and things I'm getting with this. I mean, I'm doing a show coming up, and it's just, man, it's like, it's hectic. Everybody's trying to get in before the show because they know that I'm going to book at the show and, like, yeah, it's, it's it's hectic. So I don't know, dude. For me, I'm just gonna probably take the time, you know, from what I was putting into the hook shots a little bit and more into my my thing. So, well, yeah, and I mean, you've been so busy that, admittedly, there, there's been there's been some times when like getting an eight o'clock post out of you has been like pulling f-ing teeth. Oh, well, kids now too. That doesn't really, <laughs> you know. Putting a kid to bed at eight o'clock and trying to get an eight o'clock post up is not easy either. So. Oh yeah, oh oh a lot. Yeah, you know what? I apologize to you for that. Now you know a couple of them where you've had to to deal with my and laziness. Listen, if you take nothing else away from me, my friend, remember there's no A in tomorrow. <laughs> but dude, yeah. it is crazy to think about to that point. And like, you know, we've never really prattled on about our kids here and and i, I want to keep it that way like I, i've always had this thing you know my kids are not on social media that's like church and state right and you know no, nobody wants to hear about your kids on social my media. my kids famous or, already yeah, i think well, with my wife you're different but point being did you think about where we were when this started versus now it's pretty ridiculous yeah I mean, I was 25, not married, living in a condo. You had just started your charter business. Yeah, just started. I was, yeah, only two years in probably, living in a closet at Iron Bill's. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, right. You yeah. lived with Iron Bill. And um, if anybody doesn't know who Iron Bill is, he's made exactly one cameo on Hook Shots in all these years. <laughs> and if you watch... Um, legendary our friend shane babcock the legendary oh, angler shane babcock. Sh- the shane babcock i don't know where he is these days i haven't heard from him in yeah, a while he's been awful quiet you know al run must be slow but um in in the in the al or nothing documentary trailer with shane babcock at one point he is on the on the cusp of fighting somebody for for throwing irons at al's that is <laughs> the world famous that's our bill iron, iron bill veldoff so um, that's who we're referring to, but that's right. I forgot that you lived at his house at the time. Yeah, a lot's happened in twelve years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll say. Like right now, I'm sitting on a floor in a living room that's, um, it's not livable because there's just like power wheels. Yeah, and I'm about just... to get on that little power wheel, four wheeler here. <laughs> Take that first spin around the house. This is like castle Legos and just this is shit everywhere. 
there's just shit everywhere. But um, I don't know, man. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's. Don't get me wrong. It's uh, it's sad, right? Hookshots was everything to us. At the same time, I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't feel like we left anything on the table. No, no. I I, I think I'd have to agree with that, dude. I mean, in twelve years, we we did a lot. Yeah, we did a lot. You know, and uh, I mean, even to this, the the podcast. You yeah, know? and the the Facebook page. I mean, four. What was it? Three, four posts a day. Yeah, three well, and four posts a day, <laughs> which is really not that much compared to like a quote real business. But um, that was that was us. Like, yeah, there, the there's no, of, yeah, like that's uh, extra work for you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that, but, that was. But, ah, but that's it. Just it. That's just it. It's not extra work if you love it. If you're having fun and love you know it. what I mean. Exactly. If you're having fun. So never, dude. And believe me, I was always busy with work for Field and Stream and Outdoor Life. Like. Everything through Hookshots, I put on myself. Nobody said start a podcast. Nobody said start a Facebook page. Yeah. And uh, I heaped that all on myself, you know, because I uh, I absolutely loved doing that. I remember the first three episodes ever. I remember the first three ever. Like, you showing me them mm-hmm. back in the day. We were eating wings, drinking beer somewhere. You know, same stuff we still this do once we in a while. Do. Yeah. And uh, I said, dude, I want in. I want in. Yeah. I want in. I had no idea what I was getting I- into. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I had no clue that I would be, you know, swimming in the river in 38-degree water. Nope. But uh, I wanted in, dude, and you brought me in, and I'll always be thankful for that. I want to say that off the bat, too. Hey, man. Of course. And, you know, it just, you know, I don't think I need to explain this, but it's not like, you know, once Eric walks out today, like, we won't see, like, we're still, like, you know, we'll, oh, yeah. we still get to hang out. You know I what think, I mean? So it's I like, think we've become even better friends over 12 years, obviously. Absolutely. Though we have fought a lot. And I will I will say, though, that aside from Hardcore Tackle, I think adding so much to this. And, I, dude, I remember those first ones. If you watch them now, like, you hadn't you hadn't found your voice yet. And remember, they, they all started with, what's up, people? <laughs> it's so weird, man. It is so it was so weird. Like I never I never been in front of a camera having to do stuff like that. It was like, you know, you, you you just go do it. Like you just go do it and it's it's weird and uh but yeah, over the years you obviously you get a lot more comfortable and sure. yeah, and it, it became sure. became fun and yeah, the what's up people and what's up everybody. <laughs> Dude, I'll be out in public somewhere and somebody will come up and be like, What's up everybody? I'm I- like <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know. But, you know, I will also say, um, I'll tell you, I'd, I'd have to do some real math to figure out exactly how many episodes we've shot. I mean, I had it tracked out to 50 because we did the 50th episode together. That's when I stopped counting. And then I, <laughs> I did to be honest with you, dude, we hit 50 and then I completely stopped counting so i i don't know i don't i don't think we cracked 100 but i think we got close but what, what i'm driving at is for all like the amazing episodes that that we made over the years like ones that really stuck with me some of the absolute best were the ones that you and i were in together like there i i think we talked about oh, this on, in a podcast that's, that's pretty obvious i know, you know that part of me you know i think we talked about this in a podcast once before for a long time i really thought about having you be a true co-host and like but it's just I was it, ready. It, but it's impossible it with is. timing. You know, like with your gig, like it's impossible to just dip for the amount of time that we would need to. But could barely even get an eight o'clock post off. I know. Let two nights a week. Later, I, I, I know. Trying to do an episode. But 
those were awesome because while a lot of people got hook shots and got the vibe, nobody got it better than you because you've been in it from the beginning. And, you know, maybe this will surprise people. I don't know. But, again, we, we did some, some really cool shit over the years. But the most hook shots thing that we ever did, ever, ever, was the East Coast tour. Without a doubt. That, like, that, that was without question – as far, from my perspective, there, look, there were episodes where we caught bigger fish and went to crazier places and even met some crazier people. But, like, if you can define what Hook Shots was supposed to be in one shot, it was the East Coast Tour. East Coast Tour, 100%, dude. I mean, we fished with a lot of friends. Yep. All right? All in, all in that time. We uh, we asked the fans where to eat yeah. on the way. That was, like, the most hook shoddy Facebook yeah, thing. Like, yeah. Oh, dude. That so, was so awesome. That, if, that was one of the most <laughs> funnest weeks of my life. If I could have recreated that, and I could have because you, you kept going to Florida after that, but it's like, you know, who do you fish with? Like, we, we did it. It was, you know, it would be the same route, but that was without question, like the defining hook shots thing. Um, and now that you're hearing this, some of you who are on our page uh, realize why I reran that last week. Um, because that that was that was truly it. And the funny thing about that is the stuff that you you didn't get to see. Like we never we never told anybody. And this is this is the truth because you know our history with weather and conditions. <laughs> like they just haven't. Weather was always a situation <laughs> in hook shots for a whole they, twelve. Years. They just haven't generally been good for twelve years. Okay, and we've dealt with a lot on that front. But the East Coast tour. We were the entire time from New Jersey to Key West exactly one day ahead, one day ahead of pure shit. Like yeah, if, I, There's one day I have to argue with you on that, catfishing with with our boy uh, Mr. Everwine well, and, and Chan. And Chan. Well, uh, I, I think we were kind of in the ring on that well, one. No, so no, no, we were no. right there, but. You know, but what I'm, what what I'm talking about though is like yeah we had a we had a miserable rainy day that day no doubt about it but it was fishable and it wasn't frigid there was a cold front behind us I mean yes. there was Arctic air just sinking down one day behind us and if we had left one day later I don't know if we would have achieved you know we didn't I wouldn't say we crushed it anywhere besides catfish. I mean, those were the two biggest catfish we ever put on camera. Yeah. We caught a lot of fish with but, Tommy. Yeah, but we... Nothing we, giant, yeah, but we, we caught a lot we, of fish. We got it done the yeah. whole way. Like, like the, that entire trip, I was just waiting for the shoe to drop. I'm mm-hmm. like, this can't possibly be going this smoothly. So while we didn't exactly kill it anywhere, I mean, we caught everything we wanted to catch, but like literally... Like we fished in South Carolina with with Tommy Scarborough for redfish right after we catfished, and that day it was gorgeous. It was like sixty something degrees. You beautiful. know, it was beautiful. We we caught some fish. We got it done. The next day was like a high of thirty five there. Yep. I mean, this was just, and it caught us at the bitter end. It caught us on our <laughs> on our very last day. I will never forget this as long as I live. On our very last day, we were in the Keys. We ran all the way to Flamingo, 30-some miles from Isla Morada, with, with Kevin Hughes, ironically. Gorgeous day. Gorgeous. Caught some big snook. But there's no cell service out there, so you can't check 
the weather. Like, yeah, you, you, can't, you, you can't look at uh, radar. Yeah, so you're, you, you know, we knew that this front was just like descending from the north just day a day behind us. And we, you know, it was 80-some degrees and blue skies, and you're, you're in the mangrove, so you can't even see, like, distant clouds. And I remember we got gas in Flamingo, and, like, the world, it, that sky just went black. And, and I kid you not, I'm not... It was straight wall cloud, man. Wall like, cloud. It was, it was scary. Like, that was it. Like, it was like, I finally got you guys. And I, I remember, if you stayed in Flamingo, to get us... By land, somebody would have to drive what four hours? No, no, it's probably uh, two. Okay, somebody would have to drive like a good there. two hour to bring the trailer and come get it. So, so it was like literally: do we stay here, make a phone call, and make some poor bastard drive with a trailer, or do we just throttle down and go? I wasn't friends with Anthony yet, or I would have made him do it. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Whitford, he would have yep. had to make the drive. Uh, <laughs> no, but we so. I, I I mean I said it on camera and I'll say it now. I was scared to death. It was it was it like was, it was it was ugly. It what was, you guys can't see in the episode too on that ride home, like us trying to outrun that the whole way, is that like we were so close to the edge of that that we'd make a turn in one channel, right? And it and you'd go through like cold air. Yo, like, dude, oh, cold air, right? And then we'd literally make a left to go to the next channel through the flats. Again. And it would be warm again. It was like it was, we were that close. It was frightening. Into that front. It, it was, was it was frightening. And I'll never forget this. And I am not exaggerating even slightly. You will you will. It's like the direction that it was moving. We came out of the the little harbor there at Flamingo, and you pointed the bow at Isle Morada. It's thirty miles that way. And no lie, it was black all around us except for one arc, like one sunny arc on the horizon directly where we needed to go and like as we're going that arc of sunshine is just getting smaller and small dude i we did not see any lightning from that like no. i was i was waiting for it but it was it was the most frightening i wouldn't be surprised if that was tornado warned you oh. know what i mean like we we never really looked to see well and i don't we don't need to now no you know we're for, alive for our parents sake <laughs> but uh i bet you that was tornado worn man that was and it's funny the the best way to describe the the feeling of when we finally got back to the boat is kevin in the end of that episode and you were like thanks for coming kevin he's like yeah yeah i really needed that <laughs> i was that was that was the most scared i have ever been on a boat that's I the mean, most sarcastic i've ever seen kevin used to <laughs> but then you remember too it did not rain a drop on us the whole way. Like you're just waiting for all hell to break loose, and it's like you could feel the electricity like in your chest, but nothing happened. And we slid into Isla Morada. You tied the skiff off to the big boat. We went in the cabin and just white white out rain. Like you couldn't see across the dock. White out rain. I mean, it was. If you believe in 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 the fish gods, it was like, and you're done. We gave this trip to you. You got it done, and it is over. That was awesome. Oh my god, and it was just miserable. But somehow we we squeaked that one. We know? got it done. It was and, it was amazing. And that was that trip perfectly epitomized sort of the the real true longtime friends that we've made through this. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be honest, and this is sort of a little bit sign of the times. Like um, in the early days of Hook Shots, 
if there was something that we really wanted to do and I didn't have a good contact there, you know, you'd kind of vet guides on the internet and make a phone call or shoot an email and say, hey, I want to come out and fish with you, you know, field and stream deal. And, and back then it was like, oh, dude, absolutely. Instantly. It's like your field and stream. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you think about how much has changed with the internet and stuff since 2008, you know, nowadays everybody and their mother wants to come shoot a video with you. So, so guys get a little more cautious of that. And I sort of saw that, and as the Hookshots family built and got stronger, I realized, like, you're crazy to not lean on them for what you want to do. And, like, some of my favorite episodes were filming with you guys who started out as fans, and then I, w- I would just, like, kind of watch what you were posting and see what you were doing. And, and you know, like, I'll, I'll shout out our boy Pat Keem in Milwaukee, right? Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite episodes ever was steelhead fishing uh, with with Pat and Tim Hyven in, in Milwaukee. But, like, Pat had been posting and posting and sending me messages. And at some point, it, it hits a point where you're like, I don't think he's a serial killer. Like, I'll probably be okay <laughs> if I go out there. I think he's cool. I think I won't die. You know, and I'm kidding. I, you know, much love. But I'm just saying. And that worked out, you know. Dave Strum, Crazy Dave, Tall Dave. Dave's awesome. Dave's the man. I love all you guys. Like, you, you see all the cool shit that people are catching for so long. Eventually, it's like, I'm not going to call some random guide. I want to fish with that dude. Yeah. You know? And that that was really, in the last few years, <clears throat> I got a whole list, most man. Fun. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I've put a whole list together over the years of people I plan to hit up and go visit someday. You should. Well, yeah. You should. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Not even people that were, you know, have been in an episode like... I watch a lot of the fan stuff on on the page. Yeah, and there's a lot of fans that I uh, that I want to go go hang with. You know, of course, of course. You know, I always I always sort of wanted to. I always really wanted to get into hook shots events. You know, because everywhere that I was we, all yeah we yeah, uh, yeah that would have yeah, been yeah, we yeah, had ideas for and that and we're we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on it. But um, all these years, you know, everywhere that you and I went. You'd come back and you'd say, oh, well, we were posting a video from Milwaukee and 15 people, 25 people are like, you were in Milwaukee and you didn't let us know. I would have loved to have a beer. Well, listen, guys, first of all, when you're filming, right, it it has to be a little surgical. You know, there's not unlimited time. You kind of got to get in, do what you're doing and get out. I would love to have a beer with everybody. It's just not realistic. Yeah. And I think you guys know that. But don't think that I wasn't watching that going like, man, we should like everywhere we go, we should do like a brewery hangs. Like I'm I don't want to give a speech or we don't have to do it. Let's just like we're gonna be at this brewery, come hang out. Could you imagine? <laughs> no, I can't. I mean, could you imagine the shenanigans <laughs> that would have It could have been a great – you know what? The problem was there's a huge liability in that now, isn't there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, now we think about it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh man, that you know, would have been some epic. Stuff. Because if Dave Fish for Days gets all smashed up and walks into the wrong house, <laughs> I think like legally that's on us because we provided. The oh, beer. Neil A. and the boys <laughs> down in Virginia, man. I've been. He. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm making. I'm gonna make it a point to get down there. Yeah. and get to a show with them guys. There, dude, there's so many people. There's uh, there's so many people that. I hope nobody ever thought that I was like being a dick or blowing them off. I, I, when if I tell you that I want to come fish with you, I mean that. It's just, yeah. it's tough. It's tough. I mean, life is life. Hook shots and work aside, like, yeah, I do have two little kids. I got a lawn that needs to be mowed too. There's this it's thing tough. called time, yeah. dude. That you know, Ooh, that's deep. Time. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, you're getting all into talking about mowing grass, and uh, it's that's just what it comes down to is time. You don't have we don't you don't have time to do that. I yeah. wish we did, you know, but you just can't. You just can't. Yeah, but that um, that East Coast tour that was like the perfect mix of, of you know everybody that we fished with, we'd fished with before, and they'd become friends. Captain like, Tommy has become. He's I like literally, your uncle, I man. call him Uncle Tommy. Yeah. I do, man. Like I, <laughs> I love the guy more than anything. He has, I mean, as a, as a captain, like oh, as, yeah. as a as a guide, as a charter guy, he's come. He's become a mentor to me. Like we joked about that in the episode, the first episode we filmed with yeah. him. You know, when in Hardcore Tackle, I say, you know, my mentor, Captain Tommy. The funny thing is, he, he really has become sure. a mentor to me. You know, sure. and. Uh, great guy and yeah he he's become an uncle obviously miller miller's you know become a very 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 close friend me and miller uh you know over the years of icast have become the the troublemakers well <laughs> people say oh no when they see the two of us come walking and you know do they eh, some people <laughs> yeah run and i do seen what? a few people duck behind curtains no that's no i I'm, I'm half kidding because i think it's kind of funny and and mildly sad like uh Something popped up in my news feed from not long ago, like a memory, and it was you and me and Miller and a, and, a, and a bunch of our old friends like taking a group shot at ICAST. And I look at that, and it was so many years ago. It's like that was the trip where you slept on an air hockey table in a, in a <laughs> hotel that wasn't ours, and people are throwing up and they can't find their rental cars. And and I just look at like <laughs> last year's ICAST. I, I was just you know me watching. The Golden Girls with a six or a Coors Light, like it's just crazy how things change. Oh yeah, and I, I would. I, you know what? Right now, if I if I consume the amount of alcohol that I consumed that night that I slept on You'd that air hockey table, <laughs> I probably wouldn't move for like a week. <laughs> that was man. Those were the iCast days. We have to resurrect those. That was the one where I believe Miller at like midnight called your wife. And and tried to said you rants like ransom. You took a picture of your supposedly severed finger and was looking for ransom. Yeah, yeah. And she's texting me, Austin. She's texting me, going, "Who the hell is this?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm in our room. I don't know where he is." (laughs) That was the famous night. Oh man, we got to tell we got to tell this story. That I don't think that was the it wasn't the air hockey table night, but there was another one, the ice bar night, where you tried to get an Uber. Oh, the Uber guy left me. I don't think (laughs) I don't think we ever told this story, but. So to back up for a second, you know, there was a lot of work to be done at ICAST. Like we shot a lot of videos and stuff and all that stuff, you know, they wanted on Field and Stream and Hook Shots posted up to the minute. So I always committed to one night of work. Like one night, I'll stay up till three in the morning if I, I have to. I always committed to trying to get him to break that. Yeah, you Never did. Could. And I, no, 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 because you, you, you are there on a mission. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, anyway, Silly. Uh, so I would always commit to one night, like I have to stay here and I have to edit this video. And it would kill me. It would kill me because I would just be getting texts all night of your debauchery. <laughs> and I'm just like sitting here cutting product videos. And I'm like, God, this is so not fair. <laughs> like, it's so not fair. But that night yeah but in your defense the next day we had to do work and i was not you were worthless i was i was hurting and you were ready to go three three years in a row like i got up the next morning you were dead asleep and i'm like i'm going to the show (laughs) 
<laughs> like you, you could barely hear. Yeah, it. but you know what? It was cool. I finally got. I finally realized after the first. I had two years. I got smart and was like, you know what? Let's get as much as we can done on day one. Well, that was always the plan because I wanted a party night too. But you know, work before play, and I was fine with that. Except it would it would kill me because there's four million people texting you going, "Where you at? Where you at?" I'm like, I'm in my room. I'm cutting product videos. Where you at? Oh, we're at the ice bar. There's naked girls, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. But that night I realized that Craig Cantelmo's go- handing out cigars. <laughs> <laughs> that night, that trip was when we learned that every time you're at ICAST, I have to like write your hotel and its address like in your underwear or something. Because what happened was you went out and we were staying at the like the the clarion or something it like was that. the rosen it was the rosen so There's you eight of them so you get an uber and you're like the guys like where are you going and you're like i don't know rosen and the guy's like which one? And yeah, you're like, which one? There's the Rosen was- Center, the Rosen Plaza, the Rosen Orlando Point Orlando. He's like, and you were like, I don't know. There was literally eight of them. There was eight. <laughs> there was eight of the same hotel in the general Orlando area. You know, and uh, so I pull out my I pull out my my room key. I was like, this one, and he's like, uh, yeah, that could work at any of them. I'm like, oh, Christ. <laughs> So, yeah, for for a lot of people who don't know, I can be like a five-year-old sometimes when you take me places. <laughs> and I just, at some point, I just went to bed, and I don't know, you ended up sleeping, you found your way back to Miller's room, but the poor Uber driver, he took you to like five different Rosens and let you go in, ask at the front desk if this was your Rosen, and like on the sixth one, you went in and he just bolted, right? Yeah, yeah I guess it was about the sixth <laughs> one, right? We just kept hopping Rosens. And I went in, I asked him, I'm like, look, can you figure out which one I'm supposed to be at by my card? Because it doesn't doesn't tell you on the room key, like, what sure exact doesn't. one. It doesn't have the address, you know? So I was I, I went in and said, let me see if they'll swipe it and tell me exactly where I'm supposed to be, all right? And they couldn't for some reason. You think nowadays with technology they'd be able to figure that you out think. if they're all connected and they're the same business, you know what I mean? Yep. If they'd be able to figure that out. Well, they couldn't, right? So I was like, ah, forget it. I got all flustered. I turn around. I go to go back outside, and my Uber guy's gone. He just left me. Like, that was it, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, crap, man. Like, And I don't have the Uber app yet. I was on Adam's. Oh, you were time, on, yeah. That was Adam Fisk's Yeah, speaking Uber. of which, think, we know some famous people. That was Adam Fisk's Uber, and Adam Fisk is the man behind the Marlin kayak video that is, that is all over the internet everywhere right now. If you've right seen now. that giant Marlin, that's Adam Fisk. That's our boy Adam, yeah, doing was, his he, thing. He was paying for Eric's Uber to nowhere that night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to cost Adam. I don't know how much because <laughs> what if this guy's just driving around the rest of the night without anybody charging his Uber card or his Uber app? It's like, oh, man, I didn't know what was going on. That, that was hectic, man. But that it, was hectic. Every year after that, your wife, Melissa, was like, before you part ways, make sure he knows exact. I'm like writing it on your palm. <laughs> like, Hilton Garden Inn, Point Orlando. And you five, drove five, five. everywhere, dude. So, like, what was I What was I supposed to pay attention to everywhere we were going every time we drove around somewhere in a rental car? Like, you know, I didn't pay attention. I didn't think I needed to know. It's one of them things, you know. And then uh, most of the time I slept in Miller's room anyway. <laughs> With, like, 13 other people. 
<laughs> oh, dude, I think we had bunks in the one room the one year. It's crazy, but all cool people, so it was fun. They were yeah. they were some of the, they were some of the best times. I mean, not that we didn't have fun on the road, but you know anybody who goes to any kind of trade show for any business, it's like the trade show part kind of sucks. But at least like everybody you know in the industry is all there in one place. Yeah. And man, back in the day, you know, for anybody that we did not attend dinner with. We apologize now. Yeah, that's like impossible. You know, dinner with everyone. You know, you know, and and I think it's a fair time to go on record and say that there were a fair amount of very respectable companies that would invite me to their writers' dinner every year, which was like, I, it's like I'm not, I'm not bringing a pair Don't of khaki s- pants to anything. You know oh, what I, I thought mean? you were going to say I'm not <laughs> no. bringing Kerber. Who knows what will happen? Well. That's a fair point as well. But no, even if you didn't come, it's it's like there's a couple nights to hang. Like I don't I don't want to do the Dockers thing. You know what I mean? I just don't want to do the Dockers thing. I, I appreciate it so much, but um I would much rather sit in Lee and Rick's oyster bar. God, that was so good. And <laughs> wanna miss that. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you you know, like I said, look, you know, I don't know I don't we don't know what's a hundred percent going to happen, but um, if I can inject some curbs into the future, there will be some curbs injected. Word, because um, I'll be down for it. So, you <laughs> know, in the meantime, we'll be smoking a lot of meats and things. Yeah, yeah, dude, I've been doing wings lately. I'm coming out really good. <laughs> for me to call and ask you to hang out. <laughs> um, anyway, you know, dude, the funny, the a funny thing that that people don't know, and um. Man, you'd have to go way back in the annals. I don't even think I, I ever posted this on Hookshots anywhere on the page. But the the very first time that you were ever going to be seen in a hook, I know where it was. It was in the it was in the first year bloopers. The first time we ever shared a camera together was on the Delaware River right here, striper fishing. Delaware River striper run. Yep, remember that? Yeah, I and do. You had been absolutely pounding them, killing them until I. <laughs> Until I got there. We killed him that morning. That morning trip. Yeah, you know, I did a I did a charter in the morning that morning and we slaughtered him. Well, I, I, I just remember an analogy you dropped in that oh, man, I'll have to dig it up just to see, but I asked you to explain how they eat a herring and somehow you were like, It's not really like a bite, it's like they're just like sl-, and you drew it out, you're like slurping spaghetti. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've had some analogies <laughs> over the years, and as we're talking about it, like a rod start, like a rod bends behind you, and it's like on and off, and you're just like, oh, f-. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Nobody was paying attention. We're filming stuff. We're doing stuff. It's like rod goes, you know, it, shit, get it, somebody. But you know what? Like as short as short as that was, I mean, we ended up catching one striper and, and ended up making that bloopers kind of first year. That was one of my favorite episodes, even to this day. Like even to this day, you know what I mean? Like I know that, that like the first year, the second year, some of that stuff was kind of like you look back at it now, we're like, oh my god. Well, you know, right? but like, dude, that I still go back and watch that episode. Like I think that's awesome. It's ancient, but you know, it, it, it's it's also kind of interesting thinking about that because. You know, we had this roundup of like, I don't remember if it was four or five segments in one episode. And you guys can still find this. It's like the Hookshots bloopers thing. It's, it's oh my God, it's so old. But it's first, first, year. first year, right? Yeah. But what's, what's 
what's telling about it is that we had a lot of misses in those early days. Like, yeah. a, a lot of misses. And on one hand, you get better about that. Like, you start to figure out, like, weigh the risk versus the reward. Because, you know, even though we were a pretty simple operation, time is money. And it got to the point where, as hook shots grew, you know, you, you can't spend Field & Stream's money too often yeah. and come back and say, I got nothing, right? So, but... What that also takes away from is the risk. Like in the in the very beginning, you're you're willing to try some some riskier stuff. And yeah. you know it's funny it, that over the years too, if you look, if we look, well now we look back, right? If you look back, that a lot of those blooper videos didn't make it because it was one fish, right? You know what I mean, or small fish, right, or something like that. Where funny thing is. Halfway through the years of doing it, we realized that the one fish episodes got a whole lot of views and were some of the most popular. Sometimes, you know what I mean. Sometimes, but it was it was always fascinating to me because it's all it's all within context, right? Now I learned this right away. I'll give you a prime example. One of the most watched Hookshots episodes ever was Musky on the Fly. Mm-hmm. The first time I did it with Rob Hawkins and Rich Hahn. And many of you know, at the bitter end, like after four days of pure shit, Rich Hahn, our friend Rich Hahn, catches one. And that episode, everybody loved it. And to this day, they still uh, bust our... Ch- I just met a guy in a fly shop the other day. He was like, dude, when are you doing Muskie on a fly again? I'm like, I liked you a minute ago, <laughs> okay, when you said hello. And now I'm not sure. but I, So I get it, but... I love watching messages on the page like i know i <laughs> i know you don't realize it but like a lot of the pms like the personal messages that yeah. come to the hookshots facebook page yeah i don't respond to a lot of like i, you know, I know but you look thing. you're there I, I look you know i get the notifications for them sure right? sure so <laughs> i love that those are my favorite ones when when somebody if, if i see a pm coming in that says fly musky i <laughs> Those are the ones I click on because I love to see your response. Oh, dude, I, I, it, it's it's hard to describe, but it's almost like the more somebody goads you to do, like the more somebody pushes you to do it, the more you're like a little kid, like, no, I am not doing that. The more you say it, the less I want to do it. Like, it's just like how I feel about it. But what I was driving at was, you know, everybody understands the hardships of catching a muskie. So if you do a muskie show and you catch one or none, Everybody understands yeah. the episode, and honestly, I have not even brought this up. It, it is if there was one episode, I hate to say it, that's like the forgotten and or lost Hookshots episode. Do you remember Delaware Bay Black Drum? Yeah. Okay. So that was our friend Darren Doris, right, and uh, Bill Bumbernick. You know, there's this black drum in most of the country, as you guys know. I I wouldn't call them trash, but they're not desired. Like no. everybody wants the red drum. Nobody targets nobody them. Nobody targets them. They're there. They're in Louisiana. They're in Florida. They're everywhere, but they're mostly a, a day saver. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they're not particularly desired. But back in the early 2000s, Delaware Bay here in Jersey had this world famous spawning run every June and, and late May. These black drum would would come into Delaware Bay. They weren't there year round. And the thing about it is, I mean, that's where the world record's from. I yeah. mean, these were 70, 80, 90. I mean, just, pa- yeah, yeah, I mean, just. Triple digits. Uh, they, 
these are not the little ones that you're, you're catching incidentally elsewhere. I mean, these things were freaking mammoth. Ugly as shit. And I was, <laughs> they are. And I was, I was always about, you know, weird shit. I always liked that. So that, su- uh, that summer, late spring, I thought, well, um, I want to do something local and this is different. And guys had been absolutely murdering them. I mean, it's this big thing, like, you know, and they always talk about it, like, you know, when you're in the shallows and you're chunking for them, um, if they're thick, man, like, you'll hear them on on the bottom. It'll reverberate off the bottom of the boat, right? And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Dude, we we went out there, and this is some true behind-the-scenes stuff because it doesn't read like this in the video, the magic of editing. Um, and, And you do it at night, and we were out there from sundown to sunup, we caught one nice drum, about 30 pounds, right out of the gate. And the entire rest of that night did absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing but dogfish. And that's an example of one where I thought, this is not a muskie. And one, the whole point was to go out there and beat on these things. And one's not going to cut it. Yeah. Because the whole point is you go out there and soak clams on a tide and you catch a shitload of them. So literally two nights later... I convinced uh, my boss at the time to let me go again. And our friend Bill, who owned this incredible catamaran, like super expensive catamaran, he couldn't go. And he told me and Darren, I just take it. Here's the keys. So I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, I'm not running this boat. And Darren. I don't think I've ever heard this. Oh, yeah. And Darren, I'm Darren's a much more experienced boat handler and captain than I ever was. But I was like, Bill, you sure? And he's like, oh, yeah, just take the boat. Go do it again. He's like, you know, so I'm like, oh, my God. So we did it. But me and Dad, like, like you just think about it. You know, if somebody was just like, here's my, you know, half million dollar brand new catamaran, like, Bell, we were scared to death. And yeah. we and, and we were like, but you know what? We're going to get through this together. We're going to resurrect this. We didn't even catch one that night. So we did it again, an all-nighter, two days later, same tide, same moon, the whole – and that was like, man, that was tough. Yeah. That was tough, you know? But um, I always told I always told captains and anybody we were fishing with uh, – That's you like know, the tuna episode, man. I was so bummed. Oh, I mean, how many times man. did we go? And yeah, that's I was a, catching them, you know, both sides of being out with you and Jimmy and just there, there, dude. There's so there's another there's another behind the scenes, and that episode, Tuna North and South, was actually one of my favorites of all time. That's an I, awesome I, I think I think it came together really, really awesome. But we started out with my friends Nick and George on their boat. We caught a couple of smaller fish popping, but I really wanted you in that episode. And that season, you were catching the shit out of tuna. Yeah, we were doing, good. and and we just we put a day game. aside and just like. Nothing. We got one good video out of that with Jimmy in the in the floaty boat sinking. Well, they were different. Yeah, they were they were actually different days, if you recall. The day that you and I filmed, you want to talk about a kick in the nuts. We did nothing all morning, and remember, at the end of the day, there were a hundred thousand giant bluefins on the surface Mm -hmm. digesting. Yeah. So so after they feed all day, football field size of tuna just chilling. Yeah. So after they feed. Right, they come up to the surface to the warmer water, and it helps them digest. And you are looking 
at an acre of blue fins swimming in units. They'll swim right looks around like the a, boat. Looks like a, a giant school of bait fish, but all big tuna. Yeah, and and they're not scared of the boat. They'll swim right up. They do not care. You can chase them all day, and you can throw anything. And I, I don't care. I mean, I, I I remember I had like a I had like a fifteen weight fly rod rigged up, and I had like a really serious heavy gauge hook like tuna fly on it. And I would, dude, I'd cut that off and like I whittled down to like a smallmouth size clouser. I was like, you goddamn things are going to eat something. I was, and we the, were throwing 15 pound liter at the end of the day just to see if we could actually get make one, one to eat. eat and they would not open their mouths and uh, chew a damn thing. Um, some of the most frustrating shit in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's like the stuff that, you know, you, you don't, that you didn't get to see. Yeah. On a lot of episodes. Yeah. You know? Your boat is in that episode, though. The dolphin's cresting the bow. That's actually on your boat. You know? oh, so awesome. if, it, if it was a dolphin watching tour, you'd have f- nailed it that day. Oh, dude, I'm, I got, I got whale watching <laughs> down pat. That's why I always make that joke. It costs extra. <laughs> you know, I think, I think too, season one, man, when I did that little Sandy Hook bass and bluefish thing. So many, yeah. so many people don't realize, and this is this is ancient. I mean, this is this is like in the National Archives, kind of old. A lot of you guys probably haven't even seen that, but we did a little, you know, bass and bluefish North Jersey thing with our buddy Captain John Luchka, and uh, you were out that day with clients. Yeah, and you cut real close to the boat. You were just <laughs> saying hi and like letting me get a shot, but just like in in the heat of the moment, I was like. What the hell did I say? I was like, "You're gonna hey, run over like, my hey, line, hey, asshole! You're gonna run over my line!" And it was the front of the, it was the front half of the video, and a lot of people did not realize that was you, yeah. and they were just like, "That's Jersey for you, a bunch of f-ing asshole <laughs> bastard asshole!" I hate these kind of people. I'm oh, like, re- that was curbs. I remember that in that post, and I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> that was a cool episode too, man. There was some, there was some awesome episodes back in the day. Yeah. No, I, 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 I always, I mean, you know, look, home water to us is everything. Home water is every, I've like, there's a lot of people that, that do this kind of stuff on the hunt and fish side that they only hunt and fish when they are on a work trip. Yeah. And that's never been us. I mean, my home water is everything. So it was always really important to me to be able to show you guys what we did local, you know, and it's, it's, it's. It's a little tough because I do understand that, you know, not everybody is salty. Not every, But it, it was never about the what so much as who we are, yeah. you know, and what we're doing. And um, I will admit, though, that, you know, lately, um, I don't know what to shoot around here anymore. I mean, like, you know what I, I mean? Like we've covered a lot. The, of o- the only thing that we have not filmed locally, you know, near and dear to the heart stuff is a Mahi Pot Hopping episode. Yeah. Like if we if you and I were going to do an, like one more local episode, we just did Tog, right? Which oh, by the way, let's let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Our, this is one of those things that like now that you know this is kind of wrapping up. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I kind of had a feeling when we were shooting that. So go back and watch that episode now that you know that yeah. we're sort of closing it out. And that was the like the most perfect hook shots close. I still didn't know during that. Just to let everybody know. Yeah, I but you. Know yeah, it. but you kind of figured. I had an idea, but yeah. um, you kind of figured. But yeah, so was tog fishing the most exciting thing we had ever done? 
No. Oh, like dude, most totally people the most epic fishing we've ever done, and definitely the way to close it out. Does any? Yeah. Does any? Does anybody really know what that is besides uh, us? Barely. But go back and watch that now with new eyes, because I I kind of had an inkling that that was going to be the last, and um, you know, it was perfect. It was you and me, which is how this all started. It was home water to the max. It was drinking in the bar that you and I actually drink in. It was a genuine closeout. Tog really is the last thing local that you do for the season around, you know. And we had your mate, Drew Watson, on the boat. And, Drew, I mean, Drew's, what, 19? 19. Right? He's still shitting green, you know what I mean? But, like... He's he's jailbait. I got to tell you about this later, but... Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll throw Drew right under the bus. Uh, but I just looked at the whole thing, and I was like, it's it's two old guys, you know, closing out this thing on home waters. And I think I said something in there like, you are still fishing. And I was like, there's curbs. Just won't give it up. Got a line still in the water. That's why we love them. And then <laughs> yep. I'll tell you what, cutting that with a pretty solid idea that that was going to be the last, I was sadder about that. Than like this podcast right now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I said, I'm I'm bummed. I don't want anybody to think that I'm not, but I'm, I'm also I'm also excited, you know, about things to come. But um, yeah, go watch that. It's different. So, go ahead. What, what about Drew? He's a he's a player. I know that he he is a player. He, uh, ladies, listen uh, up. Drew Watson. <laughs> he drives a Dodge Viper. It's not a Viper. Okay, <laughs> dude, this joke's been going around now for since that episode, <laughs> right? Somebody the other day, Drew pulled up. I forget. Oh, we were going trout fishing, just uh, f- fun, fun trout fishing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. seen. I posted the other day, rainbow. I caught whatever. We were yeah. me and a couple friends. We just you know spent a day. We went trout fishing. We brought Drew. Uh, Drew comes everywhere. He's the man, you know. So we brought Drew. It's it's a it's a Dodge Challenger. Same. Or Charger, one of the two, but it's not a Viper. But it is a badass car. Same thing. All right. So um, <laughs> Drew frequents the 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 establishment that I eat burritos at a lot. And uh, that burrito company. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you want to find DK now that you can't talk to him on hook shots, <laughs> uh, you walk in there any night between Monday and Sunday. Good possibility. Anyway, yep. yeah, so go ahead. Good shot. Um, but <laughs> it's funny because one of one of the, I hope Drew doesn't listen to this because he might, he might get mad. At me Drew's going to listen to this. I don't care. Yeah, he he might get a little upset with me on this one, but uh, he can take it, it up with the field and stream lawyers. Funny as hell, man, because he was in one day and he's nineteen, so he yep. he can't drink alcohol legally, and, right? Yep. Uh, you know, all the people there know that. So uh, Drew called me on a Tuesday, and Drew called me on a Tuesday, and he's like, "Yo, Cap, Taco Tuesday, man, I'm buying. You ready?" And unfortunately, I was I was on kid duty that day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody couldn't watch kids, so I I was um, I couldn't go to Taco the Tuesday. I was quite food. upset. Yeah, I was quite upset. Um, but Drew did without me either way because certain someone works on Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and uh, I went in. and I guess it was the next day, and and she was there, and she says, "You want to hear something funny? You know, uh, your your boy was here, and you know, and he had like ten lemonades." A couple tacos, <laughs> right? And uh, I was like, that's awesome. That's awesome, you know? And she goes, let's be realistic, Eric. He He's he is jailbait. <laughs> he is jailbait. Right? And I was like, jailbait? Really? I, I, I would think that would be a compliment. And she, <clears throat> uh, she said yes. 
Uh, I might have slipped when we were trout fishing and, and called him jailbait. <laughs> and he's like, what's that mean? And I explained it to him, and the kid has not stopped smiling since. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Poor Drew. He was so happy to be a part of the final Hookshots episode, and now and now this. Well, dude, I, I mentioned it to him the other day. I said, hey, man, uh, you're in the last episode ever. And he's like, oh, my God. So, uh, like, he's so honored. Yeah, of You know course. what I mean? Like, he loves me. He's a... Such a good kid. I, I I I was I was glad that uh, that he was there for that. He's becoming a hell of a mate too. Yeah. Yes. Good. Yep. Good. You got to train him young. <laughs> but he is single, ladies. So get on it before somebody else does. <laughs> oh man, making love connections, uniting anglers worldwide <laughs> through love and fishing. Um, that is that is what we do here. Maybe we should have tapped into that at some point in the last 12 years, you know, hooking, hooking people up. There's, there's a lot of things we, we probably should have tapped into. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no, we have not. I, I mean, like, you, you know, talking about Drew, he's, he's a young dude. He's been watching us for, for a long time. But there there are a lot of people like that, man. And, you know, not to make it you know, mushy, but it's just a fact. Like, the amount of messages i've got from 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 kids like that or not necessarily even that young that are like hey man i fly fish now because of your videos i, I do yeah you know not I mean? well but you do oh i suck but <laughs> but it was because of a hook shots episode that yeah that it made me personally realize hey i gotta learn how to do this yeah I, and i mean i think that is that is so that is so badass and so rewarding and i've I, I've also had a lot of people over the years, and it's 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 harder to do than you think. But I appreciate sort of the moxie. I've had people be like, "Dude, I love your show. Um, I'm going to start a, a YouTube show that's like pretty much the same thing. Are you cool with that?" And I'm like, "Go ahead, dude. Like, <laughs> we don't, so awesome. we don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, do it. You know what I mean? And that's what I say about being like a record label. Um, and, you know, and anybody who was making stuff that I thought was really cool and and punk rock and metal." I'd always wanted this to be, you know, a way for them to get out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I look at guys like Jake Nixon, Josh Dolan right now, have rods, will travel, okay? He he can, dude can be the next hook shots, okay? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've been, I've been catching up on some of that. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're you, you all know that we, like, we sort of live in a time of, of just being glutted, just like, you know, content thrown at you left and right but when you're doing it independently it's hard to find your way and uh he he's he's one to watch he's one to watch but do it your way but do it you know what i mean don't do it everybody else's way do it your way if you're gonna do it yeah dude i mean is that not the overriding message of what hook shots was i mean look look let's be real after all these years here's what i here's what i can say one of the motivations for starting this was because at the time i was just so like (laughs) I just hated fishing shows on TV. I can't even watch. You can't I, even you watch know, like, and, and 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 I mean by that I mean the the standard format of starts on the water, catch a bunch of fish, ends on the water with a whole bunch of commercials, crap in the middle. Now look, Bill Dance, legend, he can get away with that. He's been doing it since God was a boy. But like, I, you know, this new wave stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's the writer in me. I just always had this idea of like, tell me a story. And it's not always going to be a good story, yeah. but that's 
the reality of it, right? It's not always going to be a good story. That's what it was, man. The re- real, keep it real. You know, and I, 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 I think we've we've stayed we've stayed pretty true to that. We a hundred percent, we did. I think for sure, kept it real throughout the whole time. And that uh, that was really, you know, sort of one of the only goals. And um, I'll tell you right now that it's 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 not a. Um, it's not sort of a belief that uh, I'm ever going to lose. Like I like go, going forward, shit will be very real. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. Can't imagine what you're going to be up to. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it is pretty cool to see all the the you know the people that have been inspired by hook shots over the years, like. Um, you know, one of one of my best friends from high school, my buddy Chris. Yeah, his his son. We, yeah, he fishes because of hookshot. Like he and the kids hardcore man. He comes home from school. They actually move. They have a house now that they live on a lake out back. Uh huh. And it's all the kid wants to do. Like he begs. You know, when's the next episode come? When's the next yeah. episode coming? And when, he can't, <laughs> when it's nice out, the kid's fishing. Man, he went trout fishing with us the other day. Does you he know, fit like, in a size small t shirt? Because that's about all I got left. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd try if he doesn't. Let but. me t- let me tell you guys something, man. Uh, it, it sounds stupid, but I mean it from the heart. I know that as of recently, we had the Hookshots Threadless store up. But prior to that, if you are if you have a Hookshot sticker stuck on your shit, or you are wearing that shirt, it was you got it from Kerber or me. I addressed the envelope. And put it in the mail, a la the Misfits Fiend Club, circa 1982. And that's a pain in the ass, but I'm pr- like I'm I'm proud of it because you do it for enough years. It's like, damn man, you got some you got some shit out. I there. remember being a, getting gas at a gas station one time. <laughs> you know, a, it was a Wawa gas station. You know, at literally 3:30 in the morning. Yep, on the way to the boat. You know, and uh, you know, there was a girl. She was pumping gas. And she was half asleep. It was 3.30 in the morning. She yep. probably worked the night shift all yep. night. Yep, And she looks up when I went to pay her, and, and she goes, <gasps> oh, my God, it's cat You know, like, and I was like, yeah, hey, you know. Did, did you know? I handed her a handful of stickers. I must have gave her 15 stickers. Yep. She was, uh, she's yep. like, you can't pay with stickers. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to give you cash for the gas, too. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? She was super psyched. Like, it was, it was always so cool, man, to... To be able to give out the swag and 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 you know it was super cool. I, I don't know if a lot of people remember this or were around for it from back in the day when you did that contest. Which one? You, it, it wasn't like you didn't win anything, but it was. Although it sounds the, like a the, shitty contest. The coolest place that a hookshot sticker was stuck. Oh yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. We've that done little awesome. things like that. Yeah, there was one on the Great Wall of China. The Great Wall of China, dude. <laughs> that but was insane. That was our bud Jeff Krieger, and that was years before the Facebook page. But you know what? He 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 shouldn't have admitted this, but he's like, I took the picture and took it off because I didn't want to get arrested. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, you should have just left that part off, dude. It was so much cooler. But no, dude. But the cool thing is is traveling and seeing hookshot stickers in random places, too, that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, like when I when I was driving to Florida every year, like I'd stop at a guest rest stop or something and yep. be like, I didn't put that there. Yeah. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? Like, or it, it, dude, the best one ever. The the air dryer in the bathroom at Tenth Ave Burrito. Right? Yeah. I went in there one day. I'm washing my hands after tra- drying my hands. There's one of the trout stickers on the air dryer at yep. Tenth Ave, and I'm like, Yep. 
I think I texted you. I was like, yo, did you put this here? And you were like, new. Yep. And I was like, well, I didn't put this one here. Who's putting hookshot stickers in my bar? Yeah. <laughs> it's, dude, it's the dumbest little thing, but like that is so satisfactory to have somebody send you a picture of a sticker that they did not put there. Like they found it and they did not put it there. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about your, your girlfriend at the gas station. <laughs> like in, in the handful of times, this is no lie, man. In the handful of times I have been recognized in public, which is not often, and I'm not about that, but for better or worse, I am always with my mom. <laughs> really? I swear to God, that's awesome. Like, I, like I'm like having like a hot dog with my mom at like, you know, Johnny's hot dog joint, and like that's I'm like, oh hey man, yeah cool, yeah it's my mom, like. I, <laughs> on the beach in Ocean City with my whole family. Like, my kids are running around. Like, we're screaming at kids. Like, you pick up that bucket. Yeah. You know, it's like my mom's chasing one kid. I'm like. You know, I got a text about that. I remember that. Yeah, and that, was, and that, like, was our, I, that was the Wakefield I, boys. Like, I was I, like, oh, like, my I, God. I think Joe's next to us on the beach. I'm like, <laughs> you should definitely go say what's up and bug him. And, you know, he probably, he's probably thirsty. He needs a beer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> always with my mom. Oh, my God. Too funny. That's awesome. Uh, but, well, listen, so we've uh, we've shouted at you here for... Keep little, sticking the stickers. A little over an hour. And look, I said this in my farewell video and uh, I, that we posted yesterday, and I mean it. Um, I, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you, okay? Because uh, what the hell's the difference at this point? Um, you know, I, I don't own the name Hookshots. Like, that was made while I was at Field and Stream, and it's theirs. And, that, and I knew that, and that's totally fine. So... Can I say definitively what's going to happen with hook shots? I can't. I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean. Um, I'm hesitant to say that it's just gone because I I don't know that. You know. But um, regardless, on that front, uh, like Kerber just said, don't look at it like. Don't be shattered like this is done and F these guys because it's not like that. I said in my farewell video, I'll say it again now, uh, until I run out of them, I will be sticking hookshot stickers on on shit. I'm I mean, still going to wear my shirt every day, man. Yeah. I mean, hookshots is 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 who we were and and I think sort of the vibe and attitude with it is who we will always be. So, you know, it's not like, uh, okay, hit the reset button, get all this hookshot shit out of here. No that like i will always wear hookshot shirts until they're just i mean dude i have some from like year one like, like there's just holes where the armpits were like they're just they're in the rag melissa asked me why i even hold on to them like these are the more comfortable ones <laughs> but uh yeah like that's it, it'll always be something that i think both of us were extremely proud of and proud of for for what it was not what it could have been you know it's not like ah oh, this could have been you know the most hugest that no like we like we were stoked to have you guys we were stoked to to be chilling out with the people that wanted to be here yeah. and uh you know i consider everybody listening to this and everybody who watched us friends now granted you level up on certain friends like i said like we said we made real friends that, like yeah. have our cell numbers and shit like that but i there's not a one of you out there that I would not fish with anytime, anywhere. I agree. Same. You know? Yeah. It's like it, when you know when you get it, you get it. And uh, and I feel like I was just as tight with somebody who was somebody who was posted on the page that I never even talked to, you know, as with people that 
I did hang out with or, or fish with, like, you feel, you know, I feel connected to a, a lot of people that were on there that I never oh, t- even talked uh, to. Uh, to- well, totally. You know, like, there, there, there are some people that have been around for so long that, like, yeah, like I, I, I can, I can, I can message you back in shorthand. Like, you know what I mean? Because we've just been shooting the shit for so long. And believe me when I say that ability to talk to you guys, like to have that rapport and that communication uh, means the world to me. And you're all smart people. You're all, you all know how to, you all know. Even me? Less so. (laughs) But you, you, (laughs) you all know your way around social media and it will not take you long to figure out uh, where we can keep the conversation going, you and I. Hey, I have a Facebook page, so. This is true. Friend me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm always around, too. i uh always up for some conversating. Yep. There's no way in tomorrow, though. Don't forget that. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny <laughs> how a lot of people over the years, too, like, they would message you, you know, and you'd message them back, and they'd be like, "Whoa, like, oh, thanks for messaging me back." Like, of course we're going I to, lo- man. I, we're, we're, <laughs> why wouldn't we? We're, you know, we're just we're everyday people, man. That's that's so funny that you you brought that up because that's like one of those little like doughboy like <laughs> moments. Like, I don't know how many messages we get through hook shots. It's like, attention, Joe Cermelli. Dear Joe, if you are reading this, I am pike fishing next week and want to know what pound leader you like. And I'm just like. I don't know, man. Usually about thirty-five pound, and they're like, "Was that? Is this you?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah, dude. It's it's, it's me. I'm yeah. reading it. You know what I mean?" And they're like, "Holy shit!" And then, but you know what? Then that dude's in, man. And then yep. he's he rides with you forever. So believe me, like what we built here was was not built by us being somebody's. It was uh, it was about being sort of the the club leaders and in, and inviting everybody in to talk together. You it was know what I mean? it was us having fun doing some fun stuff and bringing everybody along for the ride. Yeah, kinda. like that's what we want. You know, it was yeah. like we're you know this is uh this is happening. So come along. If you want to join? Yeah, exactly. And and to that end, I mean, look, I I I I'll make you know I won't pull any punches too. I mean, no doubt, hook shots has been a vehicle to get me to some places, get us to some places that I never thought I would go. Like, you know, 20 years ago, you told me I'd fish in the Amazon one day. I'd be like, get the f- out of here. No way. Yeah, I always remember that one. Yeah, well, but if I you're, can't, if you're I mad can't. about not getting an invite, you need to call Kevin Jarnigan. Oh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll <laughs> he, give old Kevin a call. But he works for Gun Talk now, so I'd be nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, no, but I point but point being, I always looked at you know that opportunity to go a little far flung as as like a holy shit for me. Like, believe me, I couldn't believe that I was there either. So I always hoped that I presented that like I don't believe I'm here, but like I want you guys to see this. I got to know? go to Alaska, man. Yeah, you know you you brought me to Alaska. Like hook shots brought me to Alaska. Hook shots brought me to. South Carolina, yeah, dude. I mean, amazing, amazing. Where we've been going. <laughs> well, we're gonna see uh, where where we're where we're going next. But uh, I cannot reiterate enough how how thankful that I think Kerber and I are for just you guys sticking by us, sticking by our side for so long, and being there, and being there uh, to keep us going for this long. 
It's amazing. Keep keep sticking. Okay, stick stick to us like uh, like some delicious meaty ribs. <laughs> <laughs> brisket, brisket. And I'm, on, I'm on a brisket kick lately. Nice <laughs> well, so uh, eternal love, man. Um, this this has been amazing. Try not to be bummed. Um, I, I I think that that we're not, and like we said, you know. I don't feel like there was anything left on the table. I mean, we gave hook shots our all. You guys gave us your all for over a decade, which yep. is which is more than we ever thought we would get to do with hook shots. So um, we will see you around. Uh, you will know how to find us, and um, it's it's all uh, future adventures to come, shall we say? Just been amazing, you know. Kurt, amazing ride, you know. Book your charter with On a Mission Fishing Adventure. Curbs does need diaper money now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was certainly not surviving off of hook shots. No. Um, but, um, you know, he and I will always be boys. We will always fish together. Uh, you should always be hook shots fans. And if you see us out there, you should tell us that you were hook shots fans. Yeah, always. Always come up and say hello. You know, I would be bashful. I will always have stickers in the truck until they run out. Um, but we are. I'll probably have a few extra small shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. But um, listen, much love, and we are going to sign off here. It has been amazing. Curbs, any any final thoughts? We love. All, I love all you guys. It was a hell of a run, and keep in touch. Hell of a run indeed. Until we see you again. This has been the Hook Shots Podcast. Podcast. <laughs>